to Protecting Seas. I'm Amniki, I'm the co-founder of Mimoana, and thank you so much for joining us, Laura, on this podcast. Podcast. Uh, how are you? Thank you, I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, thank you so much <laughs> for making time and joining us to talk a little bit more about what you think of the ocean and what you do, which I'm really excited to hear about. So, let's get started from the beginning. You're a diver, right? Yes. So, why did you become a diver? That's a good question. I <laughs> I was lucky enough to be born in a family where everybody's diving. Okay. So I basically started as a kid already. I mean, I didn't have much choice. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily I liked it, so I kept doing it also when I grew up. Oh, that's amazing. So you started from a really young age, right? Yes, yes. Wow, that's amazing. Sort of grow up with that, with the ocean. You know, it's, it's, you, you grew up with it, which is amazing. You're really lucky. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes so yeah. Even though I rather grew up with the lakes here uh -huh. in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, just when I travel, I can uh, see the ocean. So this yeah. part I miss, of course, a bit. <laughs> yeah, I completely understand. I really understand. <laughs> we are, we're very lucky here to have the ocean, this huge mass of water. We can just jump in anywhere you want and go <laughs> diving. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're lucky. <laughs> Uh, you're not only a diver, you also make videos about diving, which is what mm -hmm. you're well, famous for, may I say? <laughs> and sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you started making these videos quite a while ago, right? Um, yeah, two years ago. Oh, wow, it's been two sort years of. already. Wow. Yes, and actually yeah. a bit more, wow. like two and a half now, I guess, already. Wow. I didn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a while, and um, yes. so... Why did you start making those videos? Um, I started during the pandemic, mm -hmm. when Corona came. And I started actually just for fun, <laughs> for myself and for my family and close friends, let's mm -hmm. say. Just to have some memes to share and so on. And then I started seeing that more people liked it than I thought. And then it just went on from there and I got more and more motivated. I saw that actually many more people than I thought are so into diving. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kept doing it and now here I am. <laughs> wow, yeah. So the, the diving community is quite big. There's a lot of people that dive. <laughs> Do there also people, yeah. uh, many people look that aren't divers? Um, some that are just interested maybe in starting diving, mm. yes. Some of my friends that are non-divers but just uh, like support me. <laughs> <laughs> you have good friends. But they're very few. <laughs> Amy are like people also just interested in the ocean itself or free divers as well. Wow. So not necessarily scuba divers mm -hmm. or um, fin swimmers mm -hmm. as well. Like people doing. I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, but like mermaiding or something yeah <laughs> yep yep the new the new thing paddy mermaid over yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> which i love by the way i really want to do it because it's so cute <laughs> and take cute pictures and <laughs> it's really nice i know i know i mean i never tried with the tails itself but i was a fin swimmer so like i uh, used to like really swim with it uh, like with the monofin so you and know. i really loved it Ah. But uh, with the fins, I don't know, I always thought it's so inefficient because like, because of the hydrodynamic, right? Right. So yeah. on. 
a bit boring, thinking more in the... <laughs> more towards scuba diving, normal scuba diving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. So you don't have, um, well, yeah, you don't have only people that dive, which maybe then inspires people that haven't done diving yet to start, mm -hmm. right? Yes, yes, exactly. You, you never know? People ask me, ah. like, um, they would like to start, they saw my videos, where should they go, how does it work, or like, wow. they're afraid of uh, deep water, is it still something for them? The answer, by the way, is yes. Um, <laughs> Shock. <laughs> yes. No, that's amazing, that's really cool. Thank you for getting people into the diving community. Um, sure I don't know if it's, nice. the, I don't know if it's the same there, but here, diving has a little bit of a bad reputation because many dive centers, they don't really follow standards. So things happen that shouldn't happen. Um, like uh, DCS or, you know, not enough oxygen or sorry, um, air left. Um, so things happen that shouldn't really happen. And that's why people get afraid of diving. I don't know if it's the same there. Mm, you mean in Switzerland? Actually, I need to tell you, I was surprised that so many people dive just because here it's not so mm, diffused as idea, like mm. not so many people dive in Switzerland. And I also understand why it's cold, there is few things to see, <laughs> so understandable. Um, <laughs> so, and also like I come from a family and a region where all the people I know were diving, so I was never really afraid of it. Mm -hmm. Because, but I hear from like friends that are non-divers and grew up in a completely different context. Some of them are indeed afraid of it mm -hmm. and of many things that could happen or like just thinking they're dependent from this tank they have on the back, right? Mm -hmm. And I know it could be a scary idea. And if I think about I have maybe 50, 60 meters of water above me. It kind of scares me too, if yeah. I just think about it like this, right? But when you're down, it's just different. Like, you don't feel it like a potential threat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Thing, enjoying your dive. And like all the fear just, just disappears. Definitely natural <laughs> yeah no definitely it's like yeah. we were supposed to, well i feel like i'm sort of supposed to be there you know it's like oh i'm back home <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly so it's it's nice that um people like yourself that make videos and try to make it sort of funny and cute and you know get people interested so that you see like look it doesn't have to be dangerous <laughs> it's a dangerous no, course, but really. it's safe <laughs> we do it in a good way yeah. Uh, so that's really good because then more people can you know come into the mm -hmm. ocean and then also see of course the plastic mm -hmm. which is what yeah. it's all about um to sort of see the plastic see the consequences and then remove it which is typically what yeah. we want to do now talk about yeah. plastic you're now a new ambassador right yeah for, for ocean do you want to talk a little bit about that um yes sure <laughs> <laughs> um i would like to tell you how actually I came to that mm -hmm. by telling you a little story about when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. As I told you, we're all diving in my family, so we also really like to travel to beautiful seas to see something when we dive. 
And one day we were still um, really young. We found a little turtle. She wasn't bigger than my hand, right? And she was trapped in sort of bag, plastic pieces. I'm not sure what that was. And some ropes that were coming out of it. And she had it really pretty tight around the neck and the left fin. So we took it, she was just near to the beach, so we took it to the beach and my father and my mother, they both tried to remove it with a scissor and <laughs> to be honest, as a kid, it's it was really scary. Mm -hmm. I thought like, okay, please don't cut the neck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was also pretty difficult. Yeah. But at the, man uh, at the end they managed and we set her free again, of course. <laughs> I don't many days she was there or if it was just new whatever it's just something that really remained in my mind I think I still have some pictures at home I need to search them <laughs> <laughs> and this experience really taught me we need to pay attention like if you would ask someone would you feed your pet plastic of course they would say no yeah. like nobody would do that right I hope um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I think the problem is that people don't know the consequences of what they do and that's why we have plastics in the ocean because if people would know what happens then they wouldn't do it of course so I think the most important thing is that they actually don't know what happens when they use certain things or like plastic comes into the ocean or stuff like that so the most important thing is probably to educate people yeah. to yeah. solve this problem because we can for sure like help cleaning the oceans and taking stuff out but we will always have the same problem so I think the most important thing is educating people to not do that anymore yeah. or to change the way they live yeah. and for that of course we need also to show alternatives like how could you then substitute something yeah. No, that's a good, really good point you made, especially about education. It's why we're from Mimuana, we educate a lot. So not only mm -hmm. on the beach where we sort of put everything together, what we found and then classify it so people can see it. When we pick up maybe like 300 kilograms, so maybe eight, nine bags full of plastic, people can mm -hmm. see it. That's also a way of educating, educating. But then we also go to schools and give presentations and we have this educational program which includes seven videos and they can watch one every week and they sort of follow us through the journey of what is recyclable, what isn't and how to see it and how to separate things at home and how to, you know, reduce your plastic. So it's, it's really important to start from eight years old, nine years old to then yes. up to maybe the bigger companies that are the ones technically that are causing it because they won't stop producing things that are then in the ocean um, for them to then you know start producing their plastic which is what we need which is what would solve yes. the whole problem but it's very difficult of course um, so education yes. is definitely number one and I know for ocean does a lot of that I think mm -hmm. yes they do both like they try of course uh, in the first place to clean like coastlines rivers oceans everything yeah. <laughs> and on the other side of course education is then really important. Yeah, so now with you as ambassador, what is your role exactly? Um, oh, difficult to define. I <laughs> So I 
applied to become an ambassador just because I felt like it's important that everybody does something. It's okay when you cannot solve the plastic problem by yourself. Yeah. You're also not supposed to. Yeah. And I was ready, like, since ever I was educated to live in a certain way, like, try to use reusable stuff, not buy every time a new plastic sack when you go shopping, but rather bring your own bag and yeah. stuff like this, like, just simple things, right? And now that I grew up, I realized I want to do something more and I myself cannot go and clean up an ocean because first of all there are no oceans in Switzerland <laughs> so the maximum I can do is when I find like trash during my dives in the lakes I just take them up and yeah. take them with me and then trash them of course but of course this is not like solving anything right mm -hmm. so I rather decided to keep doing this of course and then give a bit more help in the direction of educating. So as you said, I have an Instagram page with some followers now. And I think if I just start raising a bit of awareness towards this problem, it could help. Then maybe in the future, I have also a better result. That's so amazing. and more in the making people aware of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very necessary um, because we, for instance, we have you know, a small group. Um, I mean, one has maybe I don't know, 700 followers, and we get volunteers, maybe 130 volunteers at the beach. But it's not enough. You know, it, we need more um, publicity, technically. We need more people, more awareness, which you can mm -hmm. achieve through various ways, either on the beach by people seeing you cleaning up, or you yeah. know, through social media with people like yourself, with a bigger, um, bigger group that follow you. Um, and um, and that way those can see what you do and probably get inspired because they probably follow you because they love your videos so they'll get inspired and do something as well which is very necessary so thank you for using your you. your public to sort of raise that awareness it's very important so thank you thank you that's nice of you <laughs> so it's amazing and um, the ocean it's, it's, it's our life, isn't it? Especially as divers, it's very important that we keep it yeah. as clean as possible. But I'm sure that yes. you can agree with me that it's it's not very clean. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, Unfortunately not. No, it's quite bad. Um, you pick up things that you that you find. What is what is what do you usually find? Um, well, mainly like plastic pieces or mm -hmm. bottles or cans of like small things mm -hmm. um, then I think it really depends where you are like I'm now talking for like Swiss lakes it's mainly stuff that people maybe throw in the lake directly after a evening out like um, some glass bottles or stuff right. like this um, right. but at some point I found even like a traffic light oh. not sure why we got there <laughs> in the first yeah. place <laughs> um, but of course this is a bit more tricky to bring up yeah. than just <laughs> carrying it. For In your time. trash bag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, so like for bigger things than um, like we get help from like other divers of the amazing. same club uh, to bring them up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So we, we see that it's it's quite similar what we find 
throughout the whole world. So you find them mm-hmm. cans and plastic bottles and glass. We find the same things. Um, I had an interview with Jess. She's from Seattle. She finds the same things again. So many cans and, and plastic. So we can see it's everywhere. Basically the same. Yeah. Well, she found also yeah. some fake teeth, but I think that's just special in what? in America. <laughs> I think that's just them being special. <laughs> <laughs> but um we we sort of we see something common happening i think Mm -hmm. and it's it's people like yourself like volunteers that can you know really help the ocean so you're doing an amazing job and thank you (laughs) for sharing it with everyone i don't i can't get you know enough publicity but you're getting it so it's amazing (laughs) someone's doing it thank you um And I know you're very busy, so thank you so much for joining me and talking a little bit about what you do and why. Um, it was so nice to meet you. I've been following you for so long and I get to talk to you about it, which is amazing. It's <laughs> <laughs> great to hear it. Thank you so much and thank you also for the work you're doing actively to pull out trash from the beaches. I think it's really important too. Well, and even though you said it's pretty looking bad <laughs> now the situation, I see, as you said, something is happening like compared to like 10, 20 years ago, so many more people are actively doing something. So I think we have uh, good hopes for the future, let's say. Definitely. (laughs) I definitely agree. So thank you so much. Um, Thank you. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about the ocean and about what we do, but this time with a different person. So let's see who joins us. I will remain a mystery. And we will announce it about two or three days before it actually comes online. So thank you for watching and thank you for listening. And I hope to see you next week.